millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi there, you're listening to a bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim where we're discussing Come On, Come On. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. And in Come On, Come On, when a radio journalist's sister asks him to look after her energetic son while she deals with a crisis, the man and his nephew embark on a cross-country trip to explore life and themselves. Come On, Come On is written and directed by Mike Mills, who did Beginners and 20th Century Women. I love Beginners. Oh, yeah? Fantastic film. Wow, I haven't seen it. It won Christopher Plummer an Academy Award for his performance. Oh, right. I highly recommend it. Mm. Yeah. The movie stars Joaquin Phoenix, Gabby Hoffman and Woody Norman. Seriously, I just got to start by saying this trio of actors. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait later in the episode to talk about their performances. Mm. Just stunning work. Wow. Yeah. So, the story, I guess if I had to sum it up, Mm. you know, Johnny steps up to take care of his nephew well, he's a strange sister. So the relationship between them is strained and she's going through a family crisis. And, you know, besides building a bond with this precocious kid, mm. he's quite quirky, isn't he? So quirky. The journey that they go on also helps Johnny, the radio journalist, to emotionally reconnect with his sister after years of pain. Mm. The estrangement stems from the illness of their mother mm-hmm. in their adulthood. And the film kind of leans into their tumultuous relationship throughout their entire lives as well. So it adds this really complex layer of yeah. family dynamics. And when Johnny, played by Joaquin Phoenix, is thrown in to this mm. dealing with this crisis that his sister mm. is, he, he's looking after a, a small child for the very mm. first time. He's an adult and he's never had to raise a kid or help raise yeah. a kid or anything like that. And that's just a really right for picking like conflict and yeah. drama and all the rest of it. And do you know what I think is really nice is that they steer away from that cliche of the bumbling uncle. Right. Like he really wants to be there and he really wants to do a good job and he wants to build this connection yeah. with his nephew. Yeah. That was really lovely. Yeah, I agree. So Johnny ends up taking Jesse, the kid, 
on his work trips to interview other kids mm. about what they think about life and the future. And so there's this interesting documentary element, I guess, running through the film. He He's a radio journalist, Johnny, mm. and he asks, you know, things like uh, of kids, when you think about the future, how do you imagine it will be? And like when he's asking these kids these questions, it makes you really look inward and contemplate your own life and the world around you. Mm. And it's incredibly raw. Some of the results are sad. They're mm. funny. Um, you know, these kids are really insightful and you sit yeah. up and listen to what they have to say. It's a really interesting mm. like layer that this film yeah. offers. Because it's real kids real being kids. interviewed, yes. not actors. And unscripted yeah. as well. I guess at the heart, this is a story about intergenerational connection, isn't mm. it? And adults trying to understand kids and how they see the world and the future. Yeah, and it balances some really personal mundane moments about the connection mm. relationship between the uncle and the child, you know, laying on the bed and mucking around or or giving him a bath. But then there's quite a, a bit of scale to it because they do a lot of travel. They go to yeah. New York and New Orleans, but it's intensely focused from its perspective at the same time. Yeah, it's a bit of a road trip movie, I yeah. guess, as well. Yeah. yeah. It made me wonder, you know, as adults, do we sometimes dismiss the needs of kids as being immature and therefore less important. Mm. No, it's an interesting way to open up and challenge that thought process. I think that was the point of the film. Yeah. I mean, how often do we approach some relationships with younger people? We, mm. Do we really listen to them? Mm. Do we ask them these sorts of thought-provoking questions or are they only limited to adults? But then when you open up the floodgates to actually invite children into mm. a more adult, quote-unquote adult conversation, you can be really, really surprised by yeah. the insights that they deliver. You know, it's interesting that you use the word mundane earlier, okay? Because okay? I have to admit something here that I got a little bored. Did you? In some places. I found myself checking my watch and I had to really look within while I was doing my notes and thinking about how I want to talk about this film mm. to understand why I didn't feel engaged. You know, I might have been tired. I was tired. And you have to kind of be in the mood for a film like this, yes. I guess. Uh, perhaps it was my own bias where I was getting fed up with the kid having a tantrum and running off and I was like, Ugh, you know what I mean? But yeah. but then that's what this film explores, that lack yeah. of understanding that adults have of the complexities of a child's mind and behaviours. Definitely. I, I feel my first reaction to you saying that you were bored, I feel really sad. Yeah. But, I mean, you've you've listed off all the things that may have led you to that feeling. Not all the way through. Not all the way through, yeah. No. But, like, I was so deeply engrossed into the way that these characters were interacting with each other and how much it was challenging me in the subject matter. But then mm. even though I can't really relate or at all to raising a child – like it was so raw and emotional and it was kind of betraying that it's okay to have a shit day. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, those conversations between Viv and Johnny in the film were really, really raw. Yeah. You know, she's like, sometimes it sucks. Sometimes I feel like the worst person in the world. It just offered a whole mm. new perspective on parenthood that I think was a little refreshing right. uh, and enlightening that not everything is, you know, lollipops and rainbows. Like raising a child is really hard and that's mm. what Johnny was grappling with but in a really mature, contemplative way. Yeah. I guess a lot of the film is snapshots of moments, as mm. you said, you know, taking the bath and reading the bedtime story. Mm. The scenes have no beginning or end sometimes. Mm. It's like you've just – landed as a fly on the wall and you've come in for this particular moment. Yeah, and just to build on that, I loved how almost every single scene like bled into each other 
through audio transitions and dialogue, the, right. the sounds of the environment. Johnny recounts through contemplation into his microphone, his thoughts on the day, his feelings, and then they kind of cut to like, you know, moments that happened mm-hmm. through that day that he's commentating on. Like it was very – it was linear but also nonlinear. It was like mm-hmm. this nice – it just rolled into each yeah. other. It was There was never really any silence. Yeah, 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 true. And when you say linear, it was actually Mm. shot in chronological order, which is highly unusual for a film. It is. But doesn't that add to the beautiful relationship that built out between Mm. the actors? Because that it was linear, they're kind of going through this experience. Um, And I I couldn't imagine actually, despite it being less than normal to film in linear, you can't imagine it being done in another way. It's also done in black and white, I guess, to take away all of the background noise and just really focus on the simplicity of what he was trying to achieve. Yeah, so beautifully shot, goodness. I mean, authenticity is a huge driving factor in this film and and Mike Mills, the director, has said he watched the relationship of the actors, Joaquin Phoenix and Woody Norman, play out in the same way that the characters were. So there's that authenticity again. Yeah. But that kind of realness can also lead to awkwardness. And I think I was just disconnecting in those kind of moments when it felt like the scene was going nowhere. But then suddenly you got this acorn of something real. Mm. Something hits you emotionally just out of nowhere. Yeah. But were those moments too few and far between, do you think? Yeah, I'm trying to think exactly of what you mean. Well, I mean like they're taking a bath. Sure. And it's just such a mundane activity, but then you hit on something deeper that the kid mm. is dealing with, pretending to be an orphan. So he had this game where he's pretending to be an orphan. And obviously in that moment, he really needed to feel safe. Yeah. So you get that little moment right there at the end and then the scene moves on. Mm. It's very fleeting. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. God, he was a very peculiar child, <laughs> wasn't he? He kept you on your toes as an audience member as much as the characters did. Mm. That's for sure. I'd like to pull out the sound design as a really unique layer and style mm. used in this film. There was so much about sound in this movie. Obviously, Johnny is a radio journalist. He records and interviews people with microphones, mm. but he also encourages Jesse to record in the streets or when they're traveling around New Orleans and New York. And, you know, what do you hear? What does he hear? Mm. You know, the the environment, the atmosphere is such a huge character in this movie that really, really balances and complements mm. the black and white, the way that it's shot. And it, it, it's really immersive. It immerses yes. you in what, where the characters are in their environment. I was going to use that word too, sensory. It's very sensory. Yeah, definitely. So the sound design was done by Aaron and Bryce Desner. Siblings. Oh, siblings. Mm. There we go. Well, of course, they share the same last name. (laughs) Oh, what a revelation. Um, They also filmed in real environments. Locations Mm. were just as they were, plonking them in. And Mm. the only real place that was decorated from a set perspective was Johnny's apartment. Yeah. So, again, it just added to that sort of immersive experience that the characters felt. Again, authenticity. Definitely. There's also that documentary element that we discussed uh, that Johnny interviews these kids for work and they were real children. I want to pull out one in particular. The film is dedicated to Devante Bryant who was actually shot and killed by a stray bullet after filming and the film, is, as I said, is dedicated to him. That is so awful. So sad. So when you watch that film, there's another layer to that. But isn't that beautiful that their voice was heard yeah. in, in, in this film? Yeah. And what a beautiful voice and tragic story. I did not know that. It's awful. Do we want to jump into the characters and performances? We've kind of already dabbled here yeah. and there. What did you think of Joaquin Phoenix? Well, I mean, he's a phenomenal actor and he takes the work very seriously. As you said, he's 
his character Johnny is dropped into this parenting world with no mm. clue and he's trying to self-analyse as he goes, isn't he, which yeah. makes for some funny moments. He sort of has a radio diary yeah. that he talks into. I loved that It's like element. a kind of self-therapy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Um, you know, he's learning so much about himself through that, let's yes. call it self-therapy, like you just coined there. You know, what does life have in store for you? He's just been thrown into this just period of unexpectedness mm. um, and there's chaos around that. But he's so curious and insightful about trying to learn who Jesse is, what makes him tick, as much as like what he's discovering about what makes him tick now yeah. in that in that environment. Jesse, played by Woody Norman, an incredible little actor. He's intelligent and a quirky kid and he likes to play this game, as I said, where he pretends to be an orphan. Mm. And I guess that was a way of getting the connection that he craves in that moment, like he's being accepted into a new family and being taken care of. Yeah. It's a weird way to do it, but it, it's... <laughs> And, and and they they bring it back more than once. I uh, yeah. quite liked that it was this ongoing role play that they did in this movie. It certainly added a very unique yes. layer to his character. As a bit of trivia, the director took that from one of the sound designers' kids who does that. Really? Yeah. And he was just like, "Can I use that?" Oh my god, that's so cool! Yeah, I love that story. I love the line that Jesse has in the film where he says, "I I get to be loud on Saturdays." I've written that down yeah. too. <laughs> so the mother Vivian carves this space for him to be himself and do what he needs to do. And I thought that was so lovely. Yeah, it's a really beautiful mother-son relationship. And mm. speaking of the mother, she describes Jesse as smart, so weird, funny, and a whole human being. Yeah, he's mm. only nine or something. Nine, he's only nine. Yeah. This actor, my God, Woody Norman, who the hell is this kid? Well, he already has quite a career behind him. He's been in Poldark, I think, which is a, a British TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got more projects in the works ahead of him. He's doing a horror film called The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which is about Bram Stoker's Dracula or ah. the, you know, it's, it's connected to that somehow. I'm interested to see where he goes from here. Me too. Because his, perform- on him. his performance was surprising and so impressive. Yeah, I loved watching the pendulum of his character and his performance, mm. how he danced between being, you know, really fun and enchanting and then so overwhelmed and acting out and literally running away, things like that. It was a deeply fascinating performance. Yeah. Gabby Hoffman, Mm. she was one of my favourite things in this film. What an actress. And she's not in it physically a lot. She doesn't interact with the characters Mm. a lot. She's on the phone a lot. And to be able to deliver that kind of moving performance over the phone without the actors there with you, just beautiful. She was so honest about parenthood. We kind of alluded to that Mm. earlier about that you can have really shit days, but I loved the growing, developing relationship between her and her brother as Mm. it was estranged. And you're seeing, yeah, really challenging stuff over the phone. They're not physically really together much and – it goes to show the power of these mm. actors and how they can connect with their character mm. and their situation. And she was just so wonderful. In and this. she's not there a lot, but she's everything to everybody all at once, which is mm. a mother. That just encapsulates a mother, isn't it? She's a yeah. friend. She's a parent. She's a sibling. Mm. She's a grieving daughter. Mm. She's struggling with so much, yet she's still so fun. Oh, so beautifully yeah. put. Oh. That's, that's her to a T. Well, I think it's time to wrap up our review of Come On, Come On, Tim. What do you think? All right. Come on, come on. Let's go. Uh, So, Come On, Come On is a very contemplative and reflective film. I found it delicate, confronting, raw and deeply moving. I loved this film so much and character dramas like this one don't come around all that often. I got really lost in the psyche of these characters. 
their experiences and also their commentary on life and living, and I never wanted to leave. Actor Woody Norman is certainly one to watch, as we mentioned before. So I'm going to rate Come On, Come On four and a half popcorn kernels. Wow. So Come On, Come On is a thoughtful exploration on the uncertainties of life and how we make sense of it all through connection and then how that intersects with intergenerational perspectives. I did find its meditation on the insightful and unique way kids see the world really interesting. It didn't knock my socks off, but that doesn't mean it isn't a beautiful film with wonderful performances. I'm giving Come On, Come On three and a half popcorn kernels out of five. Well, Come On, Come On is in Australian cinemas from February 17, so check it out. And that's it for another episode of Popcorn Podcast, guys. Thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you next time. We are now on YouTube where you will find our latest celebrity video interviews. Simply search Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.